Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydreams, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's, and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. And a lot, a lot of how the everyday 
you know, people. I'm, I'm not talking about heads of state and heads of countries or any of that, although I'm sure they're feeling it as well. We all do. But we feel these changes first in our everyday life, in our immediate relationships, whether it's at home, um, in in friendships, at work, whatever. It's going to affect you in your immediate circle, and you're going to feel the change. We're going through tremendous change right now in our relationships. Partially, some of the relationships are going to fall away because they're not, I, I, I don't, I have to be careful how I say this. I don't mean to say one is above the other. Let's just say different spiritual planes because we get to choose. You know, it includes our roles with the people that appear in our lives, our roles as spiritual family, soul family members. That changes too. Oh, well, it's too hard. I can't be bothered. I don't care what they do. It's their life, right? And okay, I get that. There does come a time once in a while where you have to make that call. And when I have to make that decision, it's a very, for me, very, very difficult one. Because my channel is open, my empath state is wide open, and let me ask you, spiritual soul, when you walk away from them, are you sending them thoughts of love, you know, wishing them well, really, inside? Not what you're saying to them. Hopefully it's that too, but... You know, or you're holding on to the judgment about them. Or maybe is it both? You don't have to answer me. The dark energies are still flailing. Absolutely. There's plenty of dark energies flailing around trying to work with anything it can. And as the higher energy frequencies are showing, these dark energies are working in things that are easy for them to penetrate where people's guard isn't up like your relationship our relationships, whether it be in groups of people who put themselves above others and judge them as being unworthy, or it's just you and me deciding that Johnny or Sally aren't our kind of people, energy involved there. Yes, there is. Anything that isn't of the light, to answer the question I can feel out there, it's dark. If it's not light, it's dark. You know, there are a lot of things that talk about Shades of Grey, I guess there was a movie. I didn't see it. I had no interest in it. Shades of Grey, let me say this. Where there is grey, there is light. The light might be dim. It may not be very strong in appearance, but it's there. Because if you didn't see the grey, you would see black. Absence of light, right? Absolutely. So we do see the hope, the love, and the kindness and you can look for the potential for recovery, for your recovery, your reconnection, because you can see that there is some light there. Absolutely. So in times of such stress that we are all going through on this planet, as a result of these changes in how we work, how we, the ways that some of us older people, older folks, were raised don't work anymore. The way that the old souls are used to having things lifetime after lifetime, myself included, it's not going to work the same anymore. The spiritual mediums aren't going to be able to channel in the way they were. It's different now. And it's never going to be the same. It's part of the transition. It's a good thing, but it's change. So change can be uncomfortable for a while. So as it pertains to relationships and how the world's hitting us, you know, we have choices of the mind, right? Absolutely. Is the relationship rational decision? Is there a give and take or not? Are we just being beat on one thing after another because this person's using us up or or trying to appear more powerful or or doesn't know how to work as a team member or or maybe we have situations where we've been told by uh, someone that's higher up at work, that we, we need to do this. So we are doing that. But it's not up to us to gossip around the workplace and tell everybody else what we were told. And unfortunately, it seems that they don't know that. So 
we're getting the brunt of the gossip, right? It happens in school, when we're kids, it happens in families, it happens everywhere. It happens in the spiritual family. Oh, good Lord. These days, I am hearing just too, too, too many. One of the reasons this show had to be done. So many cases of division between people that were once friends, um, were once unified workers in the light or, or whatever, worked together to try to help people. And I'm just, so many divisions, so many separations, so much bitterness, so much difficulty. But we do have choices of the spirit from our very soul. Have we shown our light in kindness? And this is the real tough one. Did we try? Did we really try? Did we? We're under attack. And we've done all of those things. And we're trying so desperately to withhold judgment, to remain in a state of compassion. But it's begun to penetrate beyond just us. Now the people around us are fellow friends and associates are hearing all these bad news and these bad vibes because people seem to need, for some reason, to justify what they're doing by saying, well, she's doing this or she's done that, so don't talk to her because she's dangerous. You know, when someone says that to me, I I may say, well, thank you. But it's always personal, personal choice, isn't it? And it's your personal choice as to what you choose to do. So I don't just pull away from anyone because someone said to. Unfortunately, many people do. It seems the majority do. It's easier, right? Let's get on board where the strength is. All these people are on, on this train over here and, and there's 20 or 30 of them and there's just me over here or maybe two of us over here. So yeah, I might as well get on board with them and just leave him over there in the lurch because I, I got to move on. I got to have friends. I, I have to be popular. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. This show isn't about being, as you can tell, this show is not about being the most gay life issues that people from all walks of life, in all states, all races, all creeds are, are facing. And, and it's, it seems like it's escalating. And in part, it is because the socioeconomic situation is very, very difficult. Um, there are many people making a lot of money and a lot of people making no money. There are people fighting for the dollar or the euro or what have you, fighting for the sale. And and sometimes we forget, I think, and we can't help it. You know, we're human. Finger at anybody. I want you all to understand. Believe me, I face these same issues. And it's a difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing. But I think sometimes we, you know, we, we forget that whatever we're doing for our work or whoever we're helping or whoever we're associated with, they're in our lives for a reason. You know, it's not like you go to, um, I, I, I've never been, but <laughs> I don't keep out of the slot machine and just push a lever and, and whoop, here come these people out and they're in your life now. Or you, you don't like them, so you go to the next slot machine and pick a new set. You can do that and people do that. And, and that's okay if that's what you want to do. But spiritually speaking, are there certain souls in your life that came into your life just just out of nowhere? And, and it's just the right time. It's just the right time. And without them coming into your life, you may have suffered a great deal amount of trauma of one type or another. doesn't matter. The meeting of the minds, let's say it that way, before you came in that this was going to happen. And you just know. You just know. You feel like you've known some people forever and you just met them. There's a reason for that, of course. On a spiritual level, sure. So what we're having difficulties with all these folks in our lives, and I'm not going to tell you I've never had problems. I do too. We all do. It's hard. It's a very difficult decision. No matter where you're coming from. It's easier. They just blow people off. It's, they, they just have really thick skin. They're not sensitive. 
they're and not and, and I don't I don't know, but I, I wonder. Are they in touch with their spirit? Or is it all about just the money and the things and all the things you can't take with you when you pass on? Maybe it is. If that's what they want, it's it's their choice. But we do have choices as a spirit. From a real soul we do. Sure we do. Try to show compassion. And it's still not working. And we're being beat on left and right. And we're feeling like, oh my God, I'm, I'm about to go under. Would you send me a rope? Angels, would you send me some help? Excuse me. I, I had a cold. And if I sound a little funny, that's why. Um, I'm coming out of it, though. So, Separation. It's the problem, folks. I know this. I've always known this. Separation feeds the problem. There's no healing in separation except for when you need to stand back, regroup, meditate, get in touch with your body, mind, and spirit, rebalance. That's a different issue. That's a health and safety issue. Anyone in the world that brings up a subject saying that there is no health and safety involved with the spiritual side of themselves, he's out of touch. And I don't make blanket statements like that very often. They are out of touch. More that's being proved every day, thank goodness, by our scientists, our educators, our scholars, the masters that are so skilled, and yet they know there's so much we don't know. Every day, they're learning more and more about this side of our reality, aren't they? Are we trying to remain in a place of tolerance, or are we just ticked off, done? I am over it. I'm so over it. I'm just going to delete everybody. I don't delete people. Count them on one hand. One hand in my life. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about social media. There are necessities on social media that we have to delete people because of one reason or another, and it's uncomfortable. But we have to do what we have to do. I get that. I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about my every life. When when have I, I deleted someone from my life? I can count them on one hand, and I pray I never have to count beyond that. And it is my choice, of course. It's your choice for the same thing. What I'm trying to say is I don't do it lightly. I see so many posts, and it just, my very soul cries out, no, this is exactly, no, this is spirituality upside down to the max. Please, if you must say it to vent, I get it. Find your healing. Find your, find your sense of peace. Do what you must. And if you must do it, please try to be a compassionate individual. Please. It's totally in your hands. But bringing each other to court, killing each other, injuring each other, calling each other names, making blank bully statements on the on the internet, on the radio, on the telephone, I don't care where you do it, in the email, in the in the at the water cooler, is not healing anyone. It's not healing you. It's not healing them. In fact you're just hurting. More and more and more. And the dark energies have taken over. Yes, they have. You're allowing it. You're feeding it. And that's the last thing we need, people. It's the last thing we need. So you can say that when we have these statements about sweetness and light, that we light workers are just too much. We just don't get it. Well, I'll tell you. There are light workers that don't get it. I don't go by the label. Labels mean very little to me. I care what's on the inside. And usually I see it pretty quickly because of who I am. Now and then, now and then it takes a minute to show because someone's shielding so well and they've put up such a good guard. Care who you are, unless you're the highest power of all that is. You're going to have these difficulties in human 3D form. And here we are. Well, how can you be yourself, the real you, the one that you feel good, you feel happy, you feel content? 
where the world is tugging at you left and right between work and home and all these things, right? And then you got to deal with these nincompoops, <laughs> you know, that are just out to get you, right? And sometimes that's the way it feels. And I get it because they come at us with this powerful energy, powerful energy, hateful, dark energy form you hail from, what religious platform, spiritual belief, or non-religious, atheist, whatever, whatever your belief system is. If you're attacking another, there is cause and effect, and there is karma. So what you put out will come back. It's cause and effect. This is science as well as spiritual law. There is no getting away from it. So be careful because it will boomerang. And today in this culture, today where we are in society, as as our energy level is escalating and we are transitioning, transitioning as difficult as it is for many of us old souls because this is new for us at the first time after many, many generations. And we're finding ourselves falling right into that pit that we were telling people not to in all the prior generations that we lived. And we can feel it. And it bothers us. Because if it didn't bother you, you wouldn't need to tell anybody about it. If it didn't bother you that Spirit Joan, you wouldn't need to tell everybody about it. Seriously. You just move on. You'd be okay. And when I need to and have had to on the one or two or three occasions in my lifetime, in 57 years, and in one situation I had to walk away from my own health and safety, but still, we're connected. And on the other side, we'll all be together, and it will all make sense. We're here to learn, to share, to experience, and make what we want to make of this lifetime. Do you really want to spend so much time focusing on how the world wants to mold you instead of why you're here? Are you comfortable yet with being different than the rest? Some of us have had to deal with that our whole lives because we've always been different. As someone who is a medium and a psychic and a and an empath and so many labeled things I don't even I I could just make a long list into me, it doesn't matter what you call it. As someone that's I like to say sensitive. As a sensitive soul, I'm different. I have a whole lot. My platter is real full with sensitivity and I don't want it any other way. The trouble is when I get under attack, and don't we all feel this way, I think? When, when we're under attack, we feel like we're being attacked. You know, our first, right, one of the first gut knee-jerk reactions is to fight back. I'm going to fight back. And I'm not going to tell you. I, I'd be lying, and I don't like to lie. I'm brutally honest. Always have been, every generation. I'm not stopping now. I'm not going to tell you I've never done that. Of course, I'm human. Of course I have. And oftentimes, I'm the first one asking for forgiveness. They may not talk to me, but I'm asking. It hasn't happened often. But it does, it's, it's happened. So I get it. I understand. You're under attack. You're, it's fight or flight. So we, we know, us old souls, that it starts with our family and those in our circles. We know that our relationships, you know, it everything on a spiritual level starts. We know this, that it starts. We've been taught, we, we teach people that it starts by reaching out to those in your circle and being a light or a lighthouse or a light worker or a healer or a magical individual or we may provide spells or incense or whatever you do or gemstones we may do chakra healings, whatever. You you know that you're here to help and heal. You know on some level. And the old ways of singing around the campfire were beautiful, but they're not working very often. And you can't find people like that anymore. Well, the people are there, but the times have changed. 
doesn't matter how good a person we think we are. Because what we define as good, another might think isn't so good. And in this change that we're going through, what matters isn't climbing on the bandwagon when the war begins. And that's harder for most of us than it sounds. It's very tempting to take a side. Because after all, whatever side I take, of course it's the right one. I picked it. Of course I picked the right side. It's the side. I looked at it. I know. I know the people involved. I hear it all the time. I hear it too often. And I pray and I pray and I pray. And if you don't believe in the power of prayer, that's up to you. It's real. And I don't pray just once. I pray and I pray. It's what I do. If nothing else, at least I'm not adding negativity and and harm to the situation. It tells us, you know, picking a side and being on a bandwagon is true, is, is fine. It's what we're supposed to do, right? Politics, our socioeconomic base, right on to our very education system we're teaching our children. But there are layers and there are groups and, and you know, there are segments and divisions. We, we learn really young to pick members for our team or side with the quiet ones because they want, the bullies won't pick on us as much if we stick together. Please, don't we all know this? And it's going on today still. Where have we gotten? Have we learned anything? Some of us are still doing this as adults. And we've been out of school a long time, right? But we haven't learned any other thing. We're pretty set in our ways, and we like it that way. Okay, fine. After all, here we go. Our side's the best one. Or so says the ego, the mind, and what we believe is logical. As human beings, we have pressures. Yeah, a lot of them today. I'm not going to say it's any worse than it was a hundred or five hundred or a thousand years. It's different. I'm not going to even suggest it's worse. It's different. And we have a lot of pressures. And we don't connect with people the same way they did in those days. Not often we connect in person. We're, we're protected behind a screen, a microphone. Uh, we're protected. Do you talk to your neighbors? As spiritual beings, we share in joys, well, the sadness of others. We're united in spirit. Truly, we are. You may not feel it, but we are. With and very little expectations of others. Even those that don't have much light left, because they've pretty much bought the dark ticket. They like it there. They think there's great power there. It's very sad. We send compassionate facts to them. We don't have hatred for them. We may, a logical standpoint, view the pluses and minuses so that, of course, we make the logical decision not to become involved. As spiritual beings, it doesn't mean we're namby-pamby jump on every bandwagon there is because someone's making stupid decisions by our definition. But the good news is, folks, it really is possible on this planet, in this day and age, to love people and still disagree with them. I'm not going to tell you it's easy because it isn't. I am received with warm welcome by everyone because I'm not. And I do disagree with some. Of course I do. But the good news is I can still love them anyway. Most people, a little bit different story. A little different. Most people are familiar with Mr. Spock of Star Trek, right? Who doesn't know about Mr. Spock? Powerful character. We know he was half human and half Vulcan. The Vulcan side, where he believed his strength slayed. And it was only logical after all, because the emotional side was known by the Vulcans to be weak and, and perceived as such. So I'd like to pose a question, right? 
you think this Chewbacca had a soul? He was only half human. And the Vulcan side was pure logic-based. Did he have a soul? Is it up to us to judge it? And why do we judge it? Why do we judge it? It bothers me. Some might say, yeah, sure. Of course he had a soul. He wasn't very warm and fuzzy. He was always working on this or doing his own thing, for, doing his own ritual for some silly reason. But, oh yeah, under the sea, probably did. Of course he had a soul. His friendship with Jim was valued by both of them, right? So there's that. But okay, so the world told Mr. Spock how to be, right? He grew up in that environment, in the Vulcan environment, with a mother that was human. And the story is, of course, when he matured, he found its strengths to match, continued on that path because it felt right for him. He could have easily chose the other side. Easily. It would have been difficult, but he could have made that decision. But didn't he have a really solid value system? Wouldn't you say TV and movie character Mr. Spock had a really solid value system? Sure, it drove Doc McCoy crazy because Doc McCoy was always a bit boisterous and had to say everything that was on his mind. He had trouble staying controlled, didn't he, at times? Funny guy. And when Mr. Spock did show a bit of temper because his human side showed up now and then, McCoy was always so amazed it almost knocked him off his feet. Spock would just merely raise an eyebrow and go on his way after a comment and remained under control. He didn't let it get him. He never wavered, almost never, almost never. He always stayed the course of what his truth was for him. I admire that. I grew up admiring that. My brother and I watched this show together, sitting in a recliner because he was younger than I and we had this big, huge recliner. So we'd watch the TV and we'd watch this episode, these episodes. We looked forward to them. And his favorite was Jim. Of course. Of course. My favorite. Yes, he remained strong, true. He meditated, did his rituals. I knew it was okay to be different. Wasn't What a wonderful, wonderful character and lesson he passed on to so many people. Whether he was your favorite or not, if you watched any of it, he was certainly teaching, wasn't he? Remember, though, as much as I respect logic, and I really do respect body, mind, and spirit, just like Mr. Spock required spiritual time to, to remain healthy and well because without it he would cease to function properly if you recall there were certain rituals he had to go through to stay well and balanced we human beings have the same body, mind and spirit yes we do and one of the transitions our culture made to a great degree is we don't many of us have a central focus that's really popular with everybody around us our family where we go to church we celebrate this we celebrate that at church you know my mom I'll tell you she was a young girl children on her own Without much assistance, she did a great job. She brought, involved them in the church, the Lutheran church, we're Swedish. And, and I heard stories, you know, they did everything at church. It was a lifestyle. It wasn't a nine to ten, okay, I go home, I, I put money in the plate, now I can swear at someone or go kill them or what, or gossip about it. It wasn't like that. They really lived it, these people. They, they really, really did. They grew up living it. There was no putting down of other people. There was 
they, they walk the walk and they talk the talk. And I'm not going to say when the kids grew up that they didn't have issues. Yeah, they did. Because they went off on their own ways and made their own decisions. However, there was one, and they all tried in their own way, although different, all very strong individuals. Very strong. They learned at a young age how to be strong. My grandmother did a great job instilling the basics of values. A good set of values to strap them off with. And we get to choose what values we keep. We don't have to keep the ones we were taught. But the, the habit of being kind to each other all around them. So you get to choose. Your spiritual side is soft, sentimental, right? So many people think, because I'm a light worker, I'm just, yeah, I post things and I say things and I write things that may not sound so powerful. I'm going to tell you, there is more power in the spirit than there will ever be in ego. There is more power in being kind without asking for it to be repaid without asking to manipulate the people around you to get them to do what you want them to do because, after all, you deserve it. Oh, heck no. I'm so sorry. I love you, but I disagree with that. We deserve what we earn. We all deserve to be kind with a modicum of civility, and I've done shows on that, and I will again. I still say civility is lacking in so much because we don't, where do we teach it for our kids? When do we have time? For those of you with young children, you try. I know, I know, I know. I know how it is. You try so hard. You, you Remember your magic words, please and thank you. No, no, be nice. You try. And you're working two jobs and you're exhausted and everybody, you're both parents or or parental figures are working like crazy and trying to keep the house going and keep the car on the road and everything, and it's hard. Keep the homework going, keep the kids going to their going to their functions and seeing grandparents and aunts and uncles. It's hard. There's no harder job except to take care of an aging family. That is equally hard. So I get it. I'm not passing judgment. What I'm saying is, where do we, where, we need more of it, don't we? Don't we need more? So instead of it, instead of, I, I don't want anyone looking at me like I'm some lighthouse on a hill, shining my light out for all to see. Heck no. That's the last thing I want. My version of light worker is down and dirty, babe, down and dirty. I'm in the trenches with the, the rest of y'all. I really am. I'm digging down deep, and I'm in those relationships, and there's great pain. There's great love. And the love is what will deal with us. And I will struggle my entire life with people, because that's what I'm here to do. But that doesn't mean I want to be thought of as some big lighthouse on a hill. My ego isn't that big. I don't care. Because... I'm here to help and heal wherever I'm planted. If if I'm planted in a Walmart talking to a lady who just needs to talk, then that's what I do. I can't do it all the time because I'm busy, but I try, and I try to not just cut everybody out of my life because I'm pissed off. Excuse the language. There's people that need to hear that. Please stop and think. Please. I was and always will be grateful for the modicum of civility. Actually, it wasn't a modicum. I was taught as a young child civility to the max. We were taught manners till we needed to deal with anyone of any class. What a beautiful parents I had. We need to help each other. Please. 
you want to hear me break down on a, on a radio show area on the line for you because I love you. I, I don't want people taking each other to court. Your family, what are you taking each other to court for? You just, you can't communicate with each other? I mean, I get it if you have to take each other to court for a divorce to make a legal issue final. I understand those things. There's a time and a place in the lives to be respected in those issues. And I'm not going there. That's I'm not an expert at that. There is a time and a place for that, and thank goodness they're there. Thank goodness. But do we really have to rely on them and the government to tell us how to breathe, to wash our hands, and when to say please and thank you? Have we really gotten that far? No. Because we're in a time of great change, people. Hold on to the light. And you can think, I am full of it, but it's happening. Some of you are are experiencing tremendous shifts. And you don't know why you're feeling what you're feeling. And I'm telling you why. It's because we are escalating. We're changing. It's never going to be the way it was. Got to roll with it. And the best way to roll with it, roll with it, is to hold on to the hand of the person next to you and reach out if you need help. And not just on social media. Oh, social media. Someday I'm going to do a, so- a show on social media. Not today. People are hurting each other on social media more than they're helping each other. Please let's try to be kind. Random acts of kindness. One of the best things somebody thought of. Thank you. Whoever it was, I have no idea. Whoever it was that first thought of that. Let's let's bring it out in the open. Let's try to help the people that are suffering from disabilities that are different than us, that have an alcohol problem or a drug problem. Let's, let's really get inside their head. You want to tell me you're a light worker. You want to tell me that you're a spiritual being. Hold on and stick with them through it. Don't walk away when they need you the most. That's not an easy thing to do. I know. And many would say, that's when you walk away because you're enabling. No, no, no. I'm not talking about enabling versus not enabling. I'm talking about everybody has a dark time. Everybody. And everybody has a dark side. Kelly Clarkson, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love her. Everybody has a dark side. We all do. You're going to turn away from me when I need you the most. I'll tell you, many did. When Megan committed suicide, where were they? Sure, a lot of people showed up the first night. And there were some beautiful people that left meals. And some very kind people that reached out. I will never, ever forget them. And there were probably a dozen of them after the ceremony, after the funeral. And there were many who gossiped, still do. There were many who passed judgment without knowing any facts. There were many who caused me and my family great personal distress to the point where our boys had trouble at school. I had trouble at work. My husband got bless him, was insulated because he's like a big marshmallow. <laughs> he's a real tough guy, you know. He's Dan. He's very strong. He's also the biggest marshmallow I've ever known in my life. And it just bounces right off him. He, he, he won't waste time with it. He's very strong and very, very knowledgeable. And people very often misunderstand him and assume that he's not quite that bright. Oh, my dear, only new. There is more intellect in that man. After a lifetime of lifetime of dealing with this, he doesn't have to play the game anymore. And he doesn't wish most people harm. And he, too, can count on one hand the people that he has had to estrange himself from. Dan and I are ultimate partners of life. And I'm very thankful to have him. We're very different but where you, we have a united front, and that's what I want to suggest to you. Whoever you're with, if you don't feel at work, at home, at school, whatever, that you're somewhat united as a family, whether it's a work family, 
or if the atmosphere at work just doesn't encourage that, then maybe it's time to think about moving on. But that doesn't mean you just pick up and pack your bag and leave or walk away from that person because they're driving you crazy. You know, logic. Use a little bit of the mystery sparked up mind. Logical. Logical trains of thought. And if you need assistance, get some assistance from a a psychologist, I should say, in helping you deal with the mental aspects of that. And on a spiritual level, please step back, regroup. Before you lash out and injure, please. So many of us know that bullying is wrong, and yet we do it ourselves. We talk about about people, and, and we don't we don't figure it's hurting anybody because we're telling John on the phone. Just just a quick little statement about oh oh gosh, had so much trouble with Smith over there, and I just I just want you to know, be careful there. You know, that's not healing anybody. Let go of it. If you can't let go of it, learn to deal with it. If you can't learn to deal with it. And maybe you need to go back and work it out. We've become a society where we don't work anything out anymore. We don't we don't have to. People are disposable. We don't like it. We move on. There's plenty more. We can find them on Facebook or Twitter or or Reddit or there's people everywhere. I'll just find somebody you know. I knew someone like that. For a very long time, I was very close to that person. They used one person after another. I felt terrible about it. I did what I could, but it wasn't me. And the people would just get tired of being used and walk away. And some of these people were so, so sweet and so good and so kind, so helpful and so well-intentioned. Sad, and I don't think we need to be a disposable society. We can remain true to who we are, and yeah, the world's got. We're going to feel the pressure. It's it's it's, it's part of life, but that doesn't mean we cannot do it with some degree of civility. And there's a lot of people that disrespect civility because they think it's being pretentious or snobbish. Or if you're being using some of the basics of civility, uh, Professor Forney has a wonderful book out on civility. He has a couple of them out. They're marvelous. I encourage you to look them up. And they're not above anybody. There's real-life examples in those books. If we, if we think for one minute, they're saying, oh, excuse me, I didn't mean, oh, pardon me, Oh, excuse me. That's being that's not being pretentious, folks. That's being civil. That's just kind manners. When we become so used to saying whatever's on our mind without a filter, we're typing whatever's on our mind without thinking about it. We just blurt it out. It just regurgitate. Get those feelings out. I don't like them. I'm going to share them. I want to tell everybody. That is not civility. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm the first one that I know this has always, because I was raised that way. I'm not as good as you, okay? But I'm trying real hard. That's what I usually think. Sometimes I say it to the people that put me down. Because I'm not trying to be better than anybody. I'm just trying to treat people with respect. Because each and every one of us on this planet deserves, we do deserve respect. But we have to give it to get it. And if you put yourself above someone, people feel it. You can talk the talk. Can you walk the walk of being a true spiritual light worker? Because we are so much more than roses and clouds and sun rays and stars. We live it. We feel the pain. And we struggle to remain true to our past and why we are here when the world just wants us to become something else and to get caught in that trench. 
and to follow the crowd. And on occasion, we fall off the wagon and we get back on real quick. And we thank the angels and our guides and you can laugh if you will. I wouldn't be here today without I would have transitioned over to the other side a long time ago, my friend. Tell me about how the world wants me to be what I'm not. Put on a face and let it be yours. Let the beauty from your very inside come out. May we learn, I pray, to respect one another for our differences as well as the things that we have in common. If we were all meant to be unique, then why aren't we treating each other that way? Why is it when we don't get our own way, we throw a temper tantrum and expect everybody to kowtow, as my mother would say, kowtow to you. I'm not going to kowtow to you. Who do you think you are, the queen of Sheba? No. No. The spiritual beings cooperate, love one another, encourage, help. Get down in the trenches and help your friend up, man, if you really care. Don't walk away when they need you the most, please. Somebody's got to help them. I'm going to close now, folks. It's been a very intense, very intense show. I hope that this helped at least one single or will in the archives, one single soul. I do pray and will continue to pray without ceasing that we can learn to respect each other's differences and not attack. You'd think we'd get it with all the terrorism going on in the world. You'd think we'd understand that. We don't like them, we'll cut off their heads. You'd think we'd understand that. But we don't, do we? We continue to bully each other, beat up on our what, people that were our friends, disconnect, disown, walk away, judge. Let's try compassion. Let's try walking a mile in their moccasins before we judge them. It's not easy because a lot of the people around you are still going to judge you. And you're going to feel it when you're a spiritual, sentimental soul. You're going to feel the vibes because energy doesn't lie. They lie. Sure, there's a lot of liars in the world. But their energy does not lie. And they can't, nobody, 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 no human being can hide that forever. Some are very skilled at it. And they can shield for a while. But the truth will always come out. I wish you well. I honestly do. Each and every one of you. Tune in. The next show should be within a couple weeks. I'll have it posted out there soon. And I send you all great love. I ask the angels to surround you in your trials. To help you reconnect and reform relationships where needed. I ask your guides Please knock on that door that you've been kind of keeping closed. And I hope you'll answer because they're there for you. Your friend for life. Blessings. Take care, everyone. I love you. Be well.